That might be our own personal bias. Maybe. <laughs> Isn't that what this whole rewatch is about? <laughs> our personal bias? Not too bothered and bewildered of Buckyverse podcast with Kate, Frankie, and Kate. Today, we're talking about season two, episode 15, Phases. I did not remember one thing that happened in this episode, and I think that was probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> I had such high hopes. Uh, apparently for no reason. I think I just got so excited that Oz was going to have more screen time. I definitely didn't hate it as much as you guys, but I <laughs> but uh, I, mean, I think I thought time. it was better. Yeah, it. this was like a, I don't know, like kind of like a neutral episode for me in my memory. Like it's one like, I'm like, yeah, that's a good episode, but it's not one that I'm like, we must watch. Like it's not a rewatched episode for me. But it's not one I was like dreading either. It was like kind of like neutral. And now I'm like, mm, it was a little bit more misogynistic than I recalled. <laughs> For why? Why? Why did that have yes. to happen? I'm just trying to enjoy Oz. I know. And there's just so much misogyny, creepy. So much. And Kane is literally like now the rival for Ted as like head of icky gross misogyny in the show so. <laughs> just like creepy middle-aged men that show up like why like who no I shouldn't say because I write creepy characters too but I just think about like what would Republicans say um like <laughs> this guy I'm just like I hope somebody wrote him you know in like a hate way and not in like a this is what I'm thinking kind of way I don't know but I don't know it was too much it was a After lot. All this time, Too much, and I don't know why. I can't can even find sure. a reason. <laughs> we we can't be sure anymore, can we? I just want to know, like, did a woman write this man? Because if yes, then I'm like, okay, you were doing something here. But if a man wrote him, like, no, <laughs> something is sipping, sleeping. I can't even talk tonight. This episode was sipping written by men. Through. So. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this one was written by men. Uh, <laughs> Can't blame Marty Knoxon for this Shocker. one. <laughs> and, and she still doesn't get blamed for things that she did that were actually bad, like bad eggs, like we said. <laughs> and I feel like... Horrendous I feel- content. <laughs> yes. So Phases, like we said, season two, episode 15, aired on January 27th, 1998. Buffy and her friends discover secrets about themselves as they battle a werewolf, its hunter, and their own feelings dumb description (laughs) they for once didn't want to give too much away (laughs) every time we read the thing and it's like well Oz is a werewolf and this you're like well (laughs) damn what a waste of my time (laughs) so Willow was increasingly frustrated that Oz shows no signs of wanting to get serious with her, not to mention even remotely physical. Uh, Cordelia is frustrated with Xander because he keeps talking about Willow. Even while they're making out in Sunnydale's lover's lane under a full moon, they're attacked by a werewolf that rips a hole in the roof of Cordelia's dad's car. (laughs) Giles points out that there have been quite a number of other attacks the following morning when they all reconvene at school, though so far only animals have been killed. Uh, This upsets Willow (laughs) pretty viscerally. Uh, during high school gym class, we learned that at least two students have recently been bitten, Oz by a young cousin who doesn't like to be tickled, and school bully Larry by a dog. Both important things to note. Uh, Willow, high school Willow is so 
like you want to talk about something that needs a trigger warning i'm like i have like flashbacks every time this girl talks i'm like ah like, oh no when when she's talking to buffy about how when buffy says something like well you know how how many guys before this have been something about interested in her and she's like all of, you know are have, were uninterested and she's like all of them maybe more i'm like oh that sounded familiar <laughs> uh oz yeah. bringing up the uh the cheerleading trophy for the first time since oh my god uh, i happened. was so excited to see that especially because we get fun. like the callback to that whole thing in the next episode mm-hmm. they're like we have to remember that amy yeah. exists <laughs> i love i love when they bother to throw in the continuity because they don't always do it <laughs> i forgot that they didn't know that there is a woman in there because i kind of paused for a second waiting for willow to be like oh yeah there's a woman in there and they're like no no one knows only we know wait i thought willow knows though right i thought they ended the episode saying like wherever she went <laughs> oh she's gone as many season one uh episodes ended where we you just then right. saw her blink oh my god so oh they don't i yeah because i was thinking the same thing and i was like willow tell oz that like amy's mom is in there but yeah no one no one knows i oz would maybe perceptive i think i would maybe if i were willow in that situation not be like hey we actually <laughs> banished a woman into that trophy forever like maybe i'll keep that one but we're like we're easing this poor guy into these situations. <laughs> he, he's already picked up an arm from he the judge. Probably, he's cool. <laughs> I mean, he'd probably be cool about it, but I, I would still be like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Xander and Cordelia. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Poor, why, I too would be mad if all Xander wanted to talk about was his dweeby friend. That Xander gets no is so with. annoying. <laughs> Cordelia is not what right. Yeah. The worst. Like, you got this super hot girl who, for some reason, wants to make out with you. You're in a nice car. Like, shut up. <laughs> he must be a good kisser. Like, there's no other reason. He has for... to be. I mean, I don't see it, but he has to be. <laughs> I mean, I don't. We don't have to experience it to know. We don't have to. But I mean, there's definitely a a difference. Like, look, not. Not saying that like you have to look good kissing to be a good kisser because I have no idea how to judge that. <laughs> no video evidence of anybody I've kissed. But like there's definitely a difference between watching <laughs> watching Angel kiss versus Xander kiss. That's all I'm gonna say. So that might be our own personal bias. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. definitely part of mine. Isn't like, that what this whole it. rewatch is about? <laughs> our personal bias, hundred percent. Why would anyone rewatch anything if not to look at it from their own personally biased lens? Um, yeah, I, I, Willow's sitting there asking, like, "What does Xander see in her?" And it's like, it's, she's a a beautiful woman. Like she calls her a skanky hoe. Yeah, but oh, it's like Willow no one is asking that with that one. <laughs> no I one mean... has Cordelia's back. What does she see in Xander? We have no answers. Which is no, why we... it's so funny when they later on in the episode when they're just boys all of a sudden they're like when she's like Xander always wants to talk about you and Willow's like well yeah because he's always been like this where once he can't have something then all of a sudden he wants it I'm like well damn why don't you listen to yourself um gym class this whole like we have to teach the girls self-defense by putting 
giant boys on their back or also oz who is like a spindly five foot five boy <laughs> i could take oz down yeah i think i'm like i think i got oz. i think i could breathe on oz and he'd fall over when he when he puts willow's tag back in her shirt oh. that was so sweet and Xander's like hey he's like funny. just the number one boyfriend on he's this like whole nice show. boy but yeah it, i could go without seeing larry ever again i won't lie well, to you well i mean i like I like out Larry. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. I don't love <laughs> non-repressed. Not yeah. Repressed, um, homophobic, in denial about who he is, Larry is I don't I don't love no shoving bueno. a gay kid into an episode called Phases. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, <laughs> a choice was made and, and no yet- one in the room because who's in the room? Nobody in the room sat there and went like, Oh, is that a bad take? Will yeah. people think poorly of that choice? um definitely we, nobody even thought about it yeah so did we, did we get past um the part in the library where xander's like i'm gonna go talk to larry i think that's later yeah is it oh, we have to watch oh, larry we're, we're still over. we're still larry ever we're, we're repressed larry yeah, yeah we're we in larry's grabbing over. buffy's ass yeah yeah gym. i have so many questions about this gym class like one where <laughs> were the instructions number one because you can't just put somebody in you know in front of a dude and be like now throw him over your shoulder like what and and the way buffy did it no there's no way you could physically do that unless you were like working your arms like for years and then the second thing is why after like one animal attack where they're like Sunnydale's not safe. We better teach self-defense. Where have you been the last like two years when people are literally being like murdered left and right and vanishing? Like what I mean, what she did say was that things were getting crazier, which is sort of true. I guess. However, (laughs) this was what made you guys not maybe like the science teacher turned up dead. An animal attack is actually the least of your worries in Sunnydale and I don't think self-defense is going to work for you if like a bear or a wolf decides to come for you like, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's just not so like, they're like the wild dogs are on the loose yeah time to learn how to fight a man but like, you know when like when high school girls were disappearing into a frat basement with a giant snake no you guys are fine that was, that was fine why would we, but, why would we do yeah, to International any, students are dying. It's fine. <laughs> that's fine. To any gym teachers listening, please don't do this. This is ill-advised at best. There's just, <laughs> it's so creepy to think, like, I can't even imagine. It was bad enough I had to, like, dance. We, we did dancing in my gym classes, and so it was, like, awkward enough that you had to, like, dance with random dudes. Um, so to make you, like, be grabbed by a van and just like shuffle around and try to fight another student please why is this real i didn't think people actually did the dancing i had to dance i I remember having a square dancing lesson at some point even though Mm. we're not in the south but i played so much basketball (laughs) 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 so much basketball is this our first time back in gym since dodgeball I think so. I guess. This is why Massaging. I was asking on Xander because um, <laughs> I have words for when we get to <laughs> that moment. Our, our maybe one acknowledgement of that moment ever. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's a recall to gym class? Oh, also that episode. In yeah, all, episode. all good misogyny happens in gym class because 
important. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it does get cringe in this episode seeing oh like oh Larry's such this creep, which he is. Yeah. But like literally two episodes ago, Xander's talking about spanking Buffy, and so what are we doing as a show? Yeah. That is all. That's that's about yeah. Like you can make these jokes as long as you're also friends with the girl. <laughs> yeah as long as you're also nice to her like i, I think is what they're nice. saying like yeah right like i saw one of those tiktoks today that's like you know like making fun of like the way that guys fill up their like profiles like on hinge and stuff and how every single guy is like what are you looking for and they're like a girl who doesn't take herself too seriously a girl who doesn't take herself too seriously it's like every single guy says this and it's like why because you want to make fun of girls and not get in trouble for it like that's literally why that's their answer that red flag by the way so <laughs> yeah that's yeah. Xander <laughs> yeah you want to be able to just be like oh it's just a joke like we're buds we're joking exactly. yeah like I can say that because I have a friend who's like that race or that religion or you know whatever like no you can't. truly all of Xander's friends are girls so I mean he mm -hmm. apparently gets a free pass and they give it to him to be be oh, fair. very much so <laughs> yeah nobody ever says hey maybe you actually shouldn't talk this way to us except when he said he would spank buffy and jenny was like i would retract that <laughs> <laughs> if only jenny did that more often <laughs> she's never there what is I know. She why is she i mean i know that we're mad at her right now but like she could have been in this episode who's we she's <laughs> i mean Giles he's a side buffy yeah come on Buffy's our girl, and we have to side. We have her. to be on Buffy's side. Who's we? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> team Jenny. <laughs> That's me. After this side of the podcast is officially team calendar. This whole situation. Uh, so after some research that he was very excited to do in the parking lot, by the way. Oh my god, uh, Giles, I've never seen Giles so happy in my life. He was so so. I love it. It's happened before where something happened and he was like this is new and he was like yeah. he and, was and then they were like so excited they were like hey like people died like maybe someone died and he's like oh boo <laughs> so <funny. laughs> I, love I mean i guess like giles needs some excitement in his life because he's in a fight with jenny so but a forever fight anyway <laughs> after some research uh giles finds out that a werewolf is a wolf for three nights uh the coming night the full moon would be the second uh, since the werewolf is human for the rest of the month, uh, they pretty much decide it would be wrong to kill. And this, however, is not what werewolf hunter Kane thinks, who Buffy and Giles meet while looking for the animal in the woods near Lover's Lane. Kane is out for his 12th pelt. He keeps uh, a fang from each of the werewolves he's killed, so he has 11. Uh, though the two groups do not get along, mainly because Kane is uh, a rampant chauvinist. Uh, <laughs> Giles and Buffy do learn that the werewolf will be attracted to places where teenagers hang out. It's the sexual heat that draws it, which would explain why he didn't crash through the roof of Cordelia's car until they started, like, actually making out. And Xander stops talking about Willow. <laughs> I mean, her. gross, but... <laughs> so, Xander being annoying was actually keeping them alive. It, it, it would work. <laughs> this is the message. Do not kiss Xander or you will die. That's true. Sex dangerous. Making out is also becoming dangerous. Don't Places where you shouldn't make out the school in your car outside. 
It should really just only be in your home. They were at Lover's Lane. That's where you go. It's a full moon. It's so romantic. I know. Where anything can get to you. Why do they not know better by this point? Why are you outside in the dark ever in this town? If you're not worried about werewolves, like, why are you not worried about Angel or vampires in general? Just Drusilla in gym class that things are getting crazier. (laughs) Like, you guys are so stupid. But anyway this cane guy get the uh, fuck out of here with this like shut every word out of his mouth like there wasn't even one break of like nothing oh my god i hate that him. like first comment about how uh like how giles is like with her Ugh, and how giles is mad so oh first of all buffy in the net funny <laughs> <laughs> well buffy in the net was kind of funny but it was also like how could you not get yourself out like literally i'm like slayer. how strong was this net bitch right you're, you're the slayer get out like one girl in all the world stuck <laughs> in a net hanging from a tree one. a net took her out literally <laughs> i just my my main question again who who needed to be such a pervert this episode i don't know because the yeah. pervert energy was so strong but why Right. Like we we we've talked before about the Giles and Buffy. We have to make it very clear that he is a father figure, so that it's not creepy. They like shows up to her house in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, why as a show would you put this disgusting thing out there? Yeah, in our brains and make us have to hear about it. I mean, I mean God, no, I just <laughs> no. It was mostly just like, I mean, because we're supposed to be like, ew. Right. I mean, it's a creepy, well, here's the thing, right? Like people always project themselves on others. So the fact that we actually like really look at Giles, we're like, oh, you're like a, you know, like a father figure um, because we don't see things that way. But this guy completely, like this guy is like, if I had, a, if I saw a girl this young, yeah, I'd go after her. And so he has to assume that Giles is, he can't even imagine like what else you would be doing. Um, right with like a girl that age out at night so just just projecting his own disgustingness the whole time yeah, we don't we don't get a ton of that no comment, thank god which is nice <laughs> and yeah. you know what's interesting is we don't get it even from like somebody you might expect to do something gross like that like spike i don't think has ever even made a joke about like giles being like you know something no. other than or even like angelus yeah i don't think he'll ever make a comment no, no, they don't. And honestly, like, I do not think those guys are without guilt from their history. But um, yeah, even they don't even they don't make these comments. They I all mean, mostly prey on the like the actual feelings that he has, like the the parental yeah. feelings that he feels. Yeah, well, you know what That's they are? They're they're into the family thing. Like, oh, like I'll oh, the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> not in like a weird like in a I'm gonna. I totally you, was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I think, I think that this episode is supposed to be like, his, we have to like, remember everything is Buffy. Right. And so like Buffy just had sex for the first time. So I think that this is supposed to be like, well, now those feelings are awakened, um, you know, in her, but like, this is not it. This is, this is men being like, well, now I had a taste and I want more. And it's like, no. The girl is heartbroken right now um so and then they threw all this misogyny on top of it it's not a vibe for me well, i do want to ruin 
everything for everyone but uh <laughs> you do want to is he, i i, I do it is what it is but again bringing it back right we're so disgusted that she would sleep with this 40 year old man but he does make this comment about like getting the fruit while it's fresh and it's just like throw back to her having sex last episode with a very old man who had no business being with such a fresh little <gasps> why <laughs> little would you fruit. Why? i told you to ruin everything why? but it's just like oh i don't know how am i ever supposed to look at angel again it's like i can't it's just yeah it's like don't remind me of this like creepy age gap stuff when it's like we just did that and we're not supposed to think about that now you're making me think about it or do you Again. want to think about it and like make us feel like it's wrong yeah what is the show's stance on the relationship i can't figure That's out if we're question. supposed to appreciate angel or not <laughs> i don't the, know the funny part is like for years and years and years after and he probably would still say it like joss Whedon will tell you that that's the greatest love story he ever wrote. So I think in a way we are supposed to, I mean, not at this very moment are we supposed to appreciate the Buffy and Angel vibe of it all. But as it gets past this and when they sort of move past it briefly, I think well, we're go back to the appreciation because we've all watched the thing fall apart and now come back together. But I, but this he definitely man, was referencing this. <laughs> Joss Whedon, right, said that this this relationship between... Buffy and Angel is the greatest love story ever. And this is a man that is that he wrote, allegedly not- a just just like a gross man around young women, right? And so maybe I don't maybe I don't want to buy like just because from his perspective it's his greatest story. It's like uh we we've learned some things about Joss Whedon and maybe you know, what he thinks is his greatest story is a little bit tainted. Maybe it's time we oust this for another greater story that's actually great <laughs> it's like, a better story <laughs> I'm, I have so much nostalgia and attachment to this you know like growing up on it like this was like honestly like this was my first heartbreak was like Buffy's heartbreak like I mean that's not true other boys had broken my heart but like I don't know it just stayed with me and and it's like the more I dig into it which I'm glad I am, the more I'm like, I can let this go. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we can all let this go and wait for Angel's next love story a little later. It doesn't even really one. fucking happen, so why? <laughs> tears. Absolute tears. Hysterical crying, actually. But we can all appreciate, fine, Willow and Oz as at this point right now, the greatest love story we have because we're grasping at straws right I'm gonna roll my eyes into like next month <laughs> the thought <laughs> look right now season two Oz is a nice little that's boy. not even the problem it's just like they just sort of get thrown off to the wayside so easily yeah that like they're just sort of there and we're just supposed to expect that they're good and fine almost all the time until the like two times that they're not that <laughs> it's just like maybe that's the beauty of it right we're di- we're digging too deep into angel and buffy but we can live in ignorance about willow and oz and just pretend they're fine but they are right now right now i just yeah mean, right now beautiful love that for them. <laughs> but anyway they deserve 
for now. Oh, but anyway, the guy's comment about the fact that Giles looks like he's auditioning to Audition be a librarian be was very funny. And Wait, he what? A librarian. Oh, yeah. He said, he said he looks like audition. this guy's auditioning to be a librarian. <laughs> like, you We're know. Good. good. Good Give job. It to you. you got yeah. one good line <laughs> that didn't make me cringe. <laughs> So after discovering that the werewolf is going to be attracted to places of sexual tension and sexual heat, uh, Buffy and Giles rush to the bronze where Cordelia and Willow are busy complaining to each other about their vague romantic attachments to these men. Uh, when the werewolf crashes the party, Buffy tries to catch it with a chain but fails and the werewolf escapes. Kane shows up and points out that it will be Buffy's fault if the werewolf kills anybody. Briefly before we move along to someone actually dying. I love anytime Cordelia and Willow have a scene together where they're not being I'm mean to each other. For this. <laughs> <It's a> great scene. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, and another thing. <laughs> Boys. Oh my God. I forgot that this actually started in season one in Prophecy Girl. <laughs> yeah. So when they Bonnie Willow back then. But this is so, this is so fun to watch the two of them together. <laughs> just basically being like, Xander's so annoying. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> I love it. Like, we should have had more this conversation many more times. Yes. True. <laughs> so, Teresa, who was one of the students that uh, Larry was tormenting in gym class, is walking home late at night. When she senses someone is following her, she begins to rush and is startled when Angel steps out in front of her because we have to remember that Angel exists in front of our faces. You know what? Thank God, because Thank God. how many episodes did they ignore the overarching plot for weird shit like Inca Mummy Girl? So. Exactly. Speaking of my favorite misogynist, Angelus. <laughs> <laughs> so she's suspicious of him at first, but when he tells her that he's a friend of Buffy's, Buffy who just helped her get away from larry in gym class she allows him to walk her home Means uh, nothing. i mean yes <laughs> a body does turn up the next morning Teresa's. meanwhile oz wakes up naked and confused in the forest after changing back from his werewolf state recalling the bite that he got uh he calls his aunt maureen and asks if his cousin jordy is a werewolf and the answer very casually is yes yeah. but you know oh, that, that's been going on for <laughs> The most Oz way to have had that conversation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And how long has that been going on? Uh-huh. Okay. Love to Uncle Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how about him waking up naked when he's just like... When he oh. looks down. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> just to make sure 100% that he's naked. But wasn't also, that the second night? Yes. What happened the first is what I want to know. He might have just gone home. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like landed back in his bed somehow. <laughs> maybe he just went home. <laughs> or maybe he a like, couple bunnies. Maybe he thought it was like a dream, and then this time he was like, "Huh, okay, this is well, real." Now that, now that he knows there's a werewolf, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, maybe the first time he was just like, "Okay, um, that's the last time I go drinking with the band after a gig." <laughs> Always, also a good possibility yeah. that he was just doing something. I mean, Oz strikes me as somebody who's probably definitely woken up naked somewhere he didn't remember being, but like for completely <laughs> random, innocent reasons. You know, it's giving that like last time we went out with this guy, we turned up. Yeah, yes, like, yes. <laughs> like, don't invite him. We'll end up three states over and not know where we are. Like, we'll lose our wallets and our pants and yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, that like cliched line. Can the young, I hate, once again, I've said this many times on this podcast, I hate to victim blame. Can the young women 
of Sunnydale learn to stop walking home alone in the dark and taking help from strange men that they've never seen before who just say oh I know someone you know at Joyce (laughs) at Joyce is correct oh you know Buffy come on in (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's you know a certain point it's not it's not your fault that there are vampires in town but you gotta do your best to protect yourself because we can't make them go away and so please stop hanging out with random pale are they pale i don't know if they're pale in this universe stop hanging out they're supposedly pale but i don't think most of them are that pale no <laughs> I don't think they, they, hard. they were pale in season one like they gave them sort of a weird oh, like darla yeah. looked wretched for no reason <laughs> <laughs> they gave up. i don't Angel's standing there, like, holding a flower. <laughs> Always. One thing about oh, Angelus, one thing about Angelus, he went to the florist today. <laughs> <laughs> he, he robbed some poor old lady's garden, and then he ate her, and he's always got one fresh-cut flower. Like, or many will come to find normal. out. This is normal. Like, I'm gonna just stand in the dark on the street and hold a flower, and then like, they'll twist know. twist it. Yeah, they'll, then they'll know that I'm I come in peace and I'll a sweet romantic trust. boy. What? Especially if it's a white wasn't it a white flower in this one? I don't I white or like, yellow. White or yellow, yeah. yeah. It was a light, like innocent color. Yes. Like I'm yeah, just like, like the the smell. Yeah, like reading Emily Dickinson in the sidewalk. <laughs> like, you know me, I'm just so non threatening. <laughs> uh, what the Emily Dickinson I say? <laughs> do you think do you think Oz's family gave birth to a werewolf baby and that like someone else is a werewolf or did a baby get bit by a human? <laughs> Do we know it was a baby or is he like a young he's child? Three. He's three. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, a- he's he said okay. in the beginning, so he's- he's- Larry's like got bit by like a massive dog or something. And he was like my three-year-old cousin, Jordy. Right. He very well could have just been like bit by another kid at preschool or whatever. Like, there's probably then another big werewolf running around. Yeah, well, and then also, I do you don't have know. To be <laughs> by, do you have to be bitten by the werewolf in its werewolf form, or it's any time? Because he he didn't know. So I'm assuming I'm gonna, he looked like a kid at the time. I'm gonna go with yeah. that one. <laughs> so okay, so if in a moment of passion, I literally just I thought the same exact thing. <laughs> what would happen to Willow? Like, yeah, how I mean, she hard does say no biting at the end. That's maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe it is during the the moon still like maybe it's during the full moon but in during the day maybe it's not like all times of the month that you can bite someone and turn but them. He, maybe, but maybe you have to break skin probably that yeah. i would imagine this is i'd be so afraid to bite anybody not that about- i'm biting people <laughs> 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 i don't know new fear unlocked <laughs> for about the nine thousandth time we've put way more thought into the lore than was put into it at the time of i'm writing. like sitting here thinking like why are we doing this like we need yeah. to move on nobody's like, guys, gonna care nobody did we, care nobody we, cared and that's why it seems like not even that important because werewolves seem pretty um rare except that they all act very nonchalant about it like i mean giles is fucking excited but everybody else is like oh okay so it was a werewolf all right like 
they just accept this right away. Like we have no issues here. Like, I feel like usually when something new shows up, they're like, this is a thing too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they're just, they've finally been like broken <laughs> down by all of the new things. Yeah. <laughs> so, Oz bursts into the library with the rest of the gang, trying to figure out what happened the previous night, make sure everybody's okay. Sandra decides that Larry is the most obvious suspect because of his dog bite aggression and excessive back hair that Xander is apparently very familiar with. Uh, when he confronts Larry alone in the locker room, uh, Xander tells him that he's been there, referring to his brief stint as a hyena. We have to talk about this mm -hmm. in a second. Uh, it turns out that Larry is hiding something, his homosexuality. Uh, <laughs> Xander unwittingly helps Larry out of the closet, which could almost be a pretty sweet moment. Uh, but Larry is left with the impression that Xander's also gay. <laughs> Back in the library, Buffy suggests to Will that she might have to make the first move if she wants to speed things up with Oz. Just briefly. Willow, stop taking it, Buffy's advice yes. when she tells you to make a yes. move on a man. Every single time Buffy <laughs> tries to give Willow advice and be confident about a man, she nearly dies, dies. by a man. man. Like, Willow should realize the same thing happens to Buffy. Like, it doesn't go well when Buffy tries to date either. Like, maybe stop no, trusting true. her judgment. And but I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking how last, not last episode, but surprise, it's like the basically the same it's like basically the last episode but like she was like remember when you said um carpe diem carpe diem that's what she said in the first episode and that's what nearly got willow killed and then now it's like here we are again like we had a reference to it and it's like no stop taking buffy's advice it's bad it's always bad it's so stupid oz like swinging into the library to make sure he didn't hurt anybody is very <laughs> sweet i thought this was nice and when they find out teresa died he's like i'm sorry <laughs> And they're like, did you know Teresa? Like, he's like, oh, because uh. <laughs> he thinks he didn't, obviously. But uh, Xander, yeah, um, we will, like we said, never talk about this again. I'm pretty sure. But this brief mention of, and I was surprised, honestly, that it didn't come up after we did a whole possession episode a couple of weeks ago. But to uh xander talking about like understanding animal instinct and like being taken over by like a really predatory animal and buffy to go hmm, i thought you didn't remember anything that happened and he's like i don't remember anything that happened yeah now clearly mm -hmm. buffy's like accepted this whole thing and moved on she's i'm sure she's in the vein of like well nothing happened i hit him with a desk and i stopped him but obviously i thought he didn't remember so yeah. i can't hold it against him but also, shouldn't she have, again, this is just me, like, clearly Jenny remembers being possessed. You guys hung out with Jenny a little bit after that happened. So what made you guys not, <laughs> whatever, I just, it just sucks. It's so annoying that he has no accountability for this. Like, again, he would have never acted that way if he was not possessed. Like, that's not what he would have done, but he did do it. And Buffy deserved a fucking apology from him and if he really didn't remember that's one thing but he did and he's and just getting away with it all and he had to say yeah like was she like, was obviously not gonna hold it against him and they they both obviously like buffy's was a little more severe but he also could have apologized to willow because he said some yeah. nasty shit oh to my her. god yes yeah just like and like just to check on them just to be like hey that was a really bad day <laughs> and are you okay and you know what do you need from me like 
we will watch Angel forever attempt to make up for the things that he did. He has no control over a demon takes over a vampire or something. Um, And so he has actually nothing to be sorry for in the lore. If we're following what Xander says, but we will watch him never give up atoning for what he did. So I don't understand the mixed, we're mixing metaphors here because (laughs) that was supposed to be an angel metaphor and we're, yeah. I mean, I think it's that you're, if you're possessed, you can't be held accountable. Like this is the soul canon stuff. So like Mm -hmm. Oz, we can't blame for werewolf stuff he does. Xander, we can't blame for hyena stuff he does. Angel, we can't blame for Angelus stuff he does, Mm -hmm. except that every, but Xander himself will never forgive Angel for anything he's done when you, sir, are also without forgiveness, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. It it was weird too, to watch like Giles kind of peer in. I'm like, Giles, I don't forget that you knew this too. We remember that you're hiding the secret. You know. Yeah. But yeah, weird to bring up to remind us in, again, the episode where we're supposed to be like, look at these creepy guys. And he's like, hey, remember that time? That was really horrible and creepy. Me too. And it's like, well, just what are we doing? Why do we have to like Xander, but not these guys doing the same things? So very weird that it was just brushed over. It's like, why even bring it up? It was kind of a joke. And then he acted extra stupid. Did you, did you notice that? He then went into full, like, uber jokey, mm-hmm. dumb stuff. And it, 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 it just felt like they were sort of trying to be like, hey, remember that? Anyway, look mm-hmm. away. We're laughing now. <laughs> this is a whole Larry thing <laughs> in, the, in the gym locker room. Um, it is funny that he had, like, the impression that Xander was gay, like, that that's what Xander was talking about knowing obviously what we know now that when they decided one of Buffy's friends was going to be gay in season four that it almost was Xander so that always makes me laugh that there's always like these like little there's one way I think it's like season seven there's like another joke where they're like out in a group or whatever and somebody says like is there anybody in this group that hasn't hooked up and like Spike and Xander look at each other because <laughs> they're the only ones in the group that haven't like hooked up in some kind of way but um this I don't know how I feel about this. Obviously, it's, you know, we're supposed to now resolve him of his weird behaviors towards women because he was overcompensating and he thought he would run out of town for being gay. And listen, we don't know any other gay people on the show. That could be true. We don't know the political climate of Sunnydale. Sunnydale. Is Sunnydale a red or a blue district? We will will never find out what political party the mayor belongs to. (laughs) We don't know. He's a Republican. That may the mayor was he even elected? Just appear. He feels like one of those. He'd like run as an independent, but we all know he exactly how he votes every single time. Yeah, we were talking about how like this is clearly better than like mean gay guy. Mean guy is actually gay when they did it on Glee, but it definitely helps, like you said, Kate, that they did it in like one episode and then it was over. Mm-hmm. whereas like the Karofsky story was so long like yeah. it's so long and then he disappears and then we bring him back one more time because we need to do like bully the gay guy until he wants to kill himself 
but we can't do that with one of the ones we're attached to. We have to do it with this guy who they keep bringing around. I don't know why he was on that show for so long. I don't know why I watched that show for so long. So many <laughs> questions. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this scene. Yeah, I I appreciate that we will see him be decent after. And I don't know if we're supposed to, I guess we believe he fully comes out to everybody. And that's why he stops acting like that. But it was just, I don't know. Again, it's like, okay, we feel bad for you. You did the thing, but you still have to like feel sorry about it and not just like, yeah, are we supposed to just forgive Larry for being a jerk because he was sad? What are the ethics of just because random characters in the Buffyverse? Just because you're gay doesn't mean you can't be a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Look and at you, the Senate. <laughs> And he was a bad person. I will say the scene is very well acted. I think he he does a really great job coming through that emotion of like, oh, I've never even said that out loud. Like this, is, it was a big deal. Like what he's what he's feeling is clearly a big deal. Yeah, it's. I think that scene is well written. I don't know if I love the whole of the story. Obviously, of him just like groping women for every other time we've seen him as some sort of overcompensation of his masculinity mm-hmm. because he thinks yeah. he can't be masculine because he's gay especially because he's like well they're not gonna let me play football okay I mean not that that's really become untrue there's only been like two openly gay players in the NFL in yeah. all of this time so one presently and then like one before that and it wasn't that long ago <laughs> it was like 10 years ago yeah I I I did think it was interesting. I thought it was funny. That it is funny. That <laughs> um, was funny that we're thinking Zant, like the mistakenly gay um, moment here. And I thought it was interesting. I thought it was funny because I did recently watch Emily and Paris do this, um, where it was like, I thought you were gay. Haha, ha, that's the whole joke we've been building up to for like episodes and episodes. And I just thought it was the stupidest thing ever. I was like, it's 20. 21 why are we still doing this um but this got me so I (laughs) I don't know maybe you know maybe sometimes I put myself in the 90s mindset and just accept the nonsense that they they do I think it's a lot easier to do that when you know that the content is old so you're like oh okay this was an acceptable (laughs) plot line so I can laugh at least a little I'm I'm not gonna forgive Darren Star (laughs) for doing that like last year but this is not yeah it's mostly inoffensive in 1998 (laughs) there was no harm intended here I think I think for 1998 this was like really progressive probably Mm -hmm. this guy's like mistakenly gay but it's fine (laughs) no it's like and it's like first of all like we even have a gay guy that's what I was gonna this was definitely like what having a gay kid on your show was in 1998 which is why it was such a big deal when they did it again mm-hmm. in two mm-hmm. years. But uh, but now we're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still not anywhere near like what it actually looks like in the world. <laughs> they still all get brutally murked. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite article to pull out when people are like, "Well, you know," and I'm like, "Read this." <laughs> <laughs> Bobby realizes that the reports uh, regarding Teresa's body didn't mention any mauling. 
uh, by an animal. So she and Xander get to the funeral home just in time to watch her rise as a vampire. Teresa passes along her greetings from Angel before Xander stakes her. A lot happens here between Xander Um, and I hate it. But why? Before, wait, before we talk about that though, I need to go back to Kane talking to Buffy in the bronze. Okay. Because he actually has this whole conversation that I feel like it's like we talk about a lot which is like I hate it because it's coming from him but I'm like mm, where he's like if that thing gets away it's because your fault like you let it get away and she's like I didn't let it do anything I'm like no I don't think you're at fault for the werewolf but like how many other vampires, the vampires. like how many have you let get away and it's like and then Xander's like you can't blame yourself for every death like you know and I'm like he's right but like mm-hmm um yeah so i just thought because i feel like we're supposed to be relieved when we find out angel killed Teresa and not oz and it's like it's a relief for oz but like actually it's still buffy's fault because buffy made angel like what mm-hmm. <laughs> not her fault she didn't know none of this is her fault but like you know what i mean like if we're going with like when she was going to blame herself and yeah so i just think it was like interesting that finally somebody called her out on like you let anything get away it kills people which is true and what's been bothering me the whole time but I know she can't do it all she's only one person (laughs) yeah it it is interesting to watch them to get like so upset when we know like your classmates are murdered like every week I don't know why Teresa was the one that just really hit you so hard but it's always a random one that they're like but her (laughs) we've never seen her before (laughs) they're at at her like wake or I don't know what that is like they were that's like where her her body was being yeah. prepped for her is funeral. it just like what is that like just a funeral home yeah like i don't i don't know about this like yeah they were just they, at a funeral home so, so they just like leave the body out like in public i mean i guess it's starting that's a little less maybe? they definitely like broke in a little further than they were supposed to okay because they like prep that she that because she was dressed and everything and like had makeup on so they like well and then Buffy (laughs) finds her book and she's like oh Teresa had a lot of friends so I feel like people have been in to see her like probably so like is that a thing in a certain religion where you just like the body's just there and you can just go visit like or sometimes wakes or the day before the funeral right or like a like a viewing like they might have had a viewing because she was like the casket was open and she was ready to be seen and people come and there's usually a guest book or a lot of times there's a guest book for like the family and stuff but uh it's weird i don't like i hate funerals i'm like funerals, such a freak about it i, I yeah, like I, well no funerals i'm like a freak about the ritual, it i can't I, I can't it's too it's too much you could take me to a stranger's funeral and i will lose my marbles <laughs> it's just too much like i hate it but yeah it's like that makes sense that people it's I wonder how quick the turnaround for a Sunnydale funeral is because that was very quick. <laughs> that they, they were like, oh, you, know, you see how quick they put those tombstones on? The gravestones? True. They're like shooting them out. <laughs> they have like, yeah, we got this engraved. Boop, 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 boop. Like, which one do you need? <laughs> beloved daughter, beloved son. We got you. Like, 19 what? 19 what? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, they're just like pre making them. They know they're going to have like so many for this year. That they are like, <laughs> it already says 1998. It already says May. Just tell us like the date. it um it is i i will forever just want to keep an eye out on when people become 
when they 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 awake yes, as a vampire yes. because it just at this point based on seems based on convenience yep. at this point um i have not found a link <laughs> is, it, is it like 24 hours does it have to be nighttime do you have to crawl out of the grave if you're not buried does it like Ugh. i don't and, get it and if we've seen it in a wake how many other people have had wakes and didn't turn the vampires during the wake like we've seen it in well, well we will see it like in the morgue and in the yeah. like there's like when it makes no sense the, or, or sometimes they'll be like oh we're sitting here and this guy was just buried so maybe he's gonna be a vampire then why are you never like then you should be fucking patrolling the morgue too you should and, like, be able to like <laughs> nail every single vampire the second that they're made like you should actually be done with vampires at this point if that's how it works yeah that's yeah. like what willow and xander and them should do like yeah, right when they come out they're still yes. sort of discombobulated it's like yeah they're easy to kill when they just she was out not particularly discombobulated she had no, she was like message <laughs> True. she did not have to dig she did not have to <laughs> she was ready she's dressed did he like compel her to say that because like if i was like murdered and turned into a vampire the first thing i would do would not be like well let me give a message to this girl that used to be my friend he's like, her, he's like her dad now though you know so <laughs> i said they probably fucked <laughs> oh like as a person no like, like first? after so she just rose <laughs> she right? just rose well, he definitely had to do something. To, I don't think she just rose. I think oh, like she was, was waiting she for was her and it was a trap. I think it was a trap. Why? Why? Because they just yeah. assumed that Buffy she would come just easily. I don't know. There's a lot of funerals and wakes probably happening inside now. She doesn't have time to go to them all. Like, but well, when we see she knew Angel, Buffy. when we see Angel and Oz, and well, werewolf. When we see Angel and werewolf. They make some real eyes and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, Angel seems to have a lot of information this episode. I don't know what's going yeah. on. But he bases, he's, he like knew that Oz was a werewolf somehow. And he remembered meeting Oz that one time at Buffy's birthday party. <laughs> and so he recognized him as a wolf, I guess. And Wait, then did he recognize him? They kind of made eyes, but I, I thought they just made eyes because it's like a vampire werewolf thing. That's what I thought too. But I feel like this whole plan hinges on him knowing that Oz is the werewolf that everyone will think he killed, right? No, why would Angel want that? He wants to kill and make sure Buffy knows that he did it. That's why he sent the message. Yeah. That's true. Why? Why did him and Oz just like kind of make weird eyes at each other? I think it's. I thought that was just an animal. Werewolves and vampires always don't like each other in every mythology. They like hate each other. So I just feel like it was just that all over again. Like I thought he. I thought he was like that. I like the idea that he does know. It's possible (laughs) that he does know. I'm not gonna put that past an angel, but. He definitely wasn't like you can be you can take the fall for this <laughs> yeah like my, when i watched that i was like he recognizes he's like that's that kid from the birthday party you gave him way too much credit i'm gonna just leave this here <laughs> the angel's master plan they'll think it was the werewolf in oz <laughs> yeah, i'm like buffy's friends that's crumble the kind of weird one. convoluted like logic spike would have like and then they'll all turn each to each other like yeah he's like yoko factor them yes, one yes. By one. <laughs> but through supernatural means angel's like i did it and i want everyone to know here's a picture i drew for you 
the picture. Honestly, <laughs> uh, so you should just be sending her like ransom notes with a little like, cut out. Like, murdered last night, drew a doubt, wish you were here. Like, that's like, wish yeah, you were I guess here. Some Angel knew that Buffy and Teresa were just so close I that mean, this one would he... hit her so hard. <laughs> or did he just be like, you go to Sunnydale High? And there is only about 50 students left alive. So you must know. We don't, we don't know. Well, they have the conversation where he's like, oh, you, you must know Buffy. And she's like, yeah. oh, you know Buffy. So we don't know how long they actually talked before he killed her. He very well could have just like had a conversation with her, found out they were kind of friends and found out, oh, this whole werewolf or this whole like thing is going on where there's like a wild dog or whatever. Like he very well could have had a conversation with her. We don't know any. We just know she died and then he killed her. That's all we know. But the so the real problem is that Angel didn't have enough screen time, and if he would have had a, more screen time, maybe the episode would have been better. The real problem is that we've talked about this for way too long. <laughs> Let's <laughs> talk about Xander now. Gross. Okay. Next question. Gross. Why did <laughs> he do to. that? What was <laughs> that? Does does See, Xander not understand that every time Buffy turns to him, it's because he's like the only boy in the world? Like <laughs> he was literally the only person in the room. <laughs> See, because, like, at first it was, like, I, see, I always remember this moment between them, and I'm always just, like, like, Xander, just because she's giving you, like, you know, like, this doesn't mean shit, and I was, like, all going in ready to be annoyed at him, and then it's actually, like, not, like, a really weird moment at first, you know, like, Mm -hmm. she, she is legitimately upset, and I do, I do appreciate that, like, he gets in, because we've established, like, Buffy's super strong, the only way you're ever really gonna take her down is if you emotionally hurt her. And that's what Teresa did by jumping out and be like, Angel sends his love. And of course she's gonna be like on the floor, like unable to fight back. So I appreciate that Xander stepped in and like took care of that. Mm-hmm. And I liked seeing how Buffy got upset about it. It's, you know, it's continuity. Um, but then after, when she pulls back, she's the one I feel like that kind of like looks at him, like almost like she's gonna kiss him, which, yeah i don't think she would do she's never been attracted to him once and she like she's in love with angel she just had her heart completely smashed to pieces by him she's not gonna be like trying to kiss xander right now so she did grind up on xander to get back at him for bringing her back to life when she was depressed and And to make that old man jealous of a child as angel put it and her willow and yeah, just to, to, to be a bitch. But I just mean, like, maybe she, you know, you never know how Buffy might act out in her heightened state of emotion. Because she, like, had a taste and now, like, everything's wild this episode. That's true. She sluts it up when she's sad. I mean, she yeah. could. Look, she could. I would respect that. I've just never seen her do it. So it just don't feel it. And she knows he's with Cordelia right now and that Will is in love with him. Like, she did her weird little sexy dance not weird you know she did her sexy revenge that dance weird. Okay. it was weird it was like 90s <laughs> too long it was too long well yeah. it was yeah it was all three minutes long um so we did that already and i just i don't know i just feel like uh, i don't know unless there was some kind of plot that they were like thinking about like setting up for like the future where like maybe buffy and xander do get together at some point i wouldn't put it past the writers to be I like i feel like i have point. heard i feel like i bet you at some point yeah i i would I guarantee you this was brought to the writer's room on multiple occasions and because I just 
because like she does she does kind of give him like a, a lean in mm-hmm. and then he's like oh my life's not complicated at all it's like <laughs> like this could have just been a sweet moment it's so annoying I know I don't know why it couldn't just be like a you're hurt and I'm gonna give you a hug moment I don't know why they had to make it right. weird because it I, he hasn't been super going on about but I mean he made some weird comments but he hasn't really been pining after Buffy for a little bit now so I don't know why we are torturing ourselves I think he kind of is in that like she's the unrequited love like he he 100% has feelings and is attracted to Cordelia but like I still feel like if Buffy were to just be like Sander I'm confessing my love for you he'd be like by chords by like in two seconds yeah I mean this will continue to be an issue like this won't be the first this is the first time he'll have a his girlfriend yell at him for obsessing over (laughs) Willow over Buffy over everybody um who isn't his girlfriend so I mean it's definitely gonna get a whole song about it in season six so yeah it's continued issue that this (laughs) man has he wants what he can't have and the hot woman for some reason throwing themselves at him he just wants to like toss in the garbage well we know why (laughs) (sighs) kane busies himself casting silver bullets in preparation for hunting the werewolf willow takes buffy's advice visits oz just before sundown oz is about to chain himself up knowing what's about to happen to him but lets willow into the house her rant about the mixed signals he's sending is interrupted by him changing into the werewolf uh she flees the house screaming the werewolf in pursuit kane hears the wolf's cry joins the hunt the werewolf is distracted by a scent which kane set as a trap and willow escapes to find uh giles and buffy who are about to start their hunt for oz with a tranquilizer gun uh all parties meet in a clearing in the forest and in the scuffle it's willow who shoots oz saving everybody else uh, Buffy bends Kane's gun with her bare hands using her slayer strength, rendering it useless, tells him, get the hell out of Sunnydale. Kane balks, but wisely decides not to retort and simply, and indeed uh, pretty quickly, departs Sunnydale for good. So much happening here. Yeah. <laughs> so much, so much uh, Oz. Tra- his, like, pain, like, groaning into his little change is so, oh like, when when he's like Willow, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Why did they make him do that? I always do appreciate like a, a guy who's about to transform into a werewolf being like, go, oh, like, <laughs> like they gotta make that weird. Leave, leave now, please. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, I bet that's what you are. Like she's just like, I know, so clueless. So she is like, not getting. What's it. wrong? What are you? What do you mean? What's going on? And of course, he conveniently is behind the couch where she can't Perfect see. Horror movie screen. Oh my god, this is like yes. such a classic sequence. Like, <laughs> shout out to Willow's yellow dickies overalls that like live in my my brain forever. Oh I my love god. them. Oh, I know they're bad, but it. I love them. They're so like, th- as I've said many times, a lot of what Willow wears is like cool again now. So like, somebody is like dying for those. <laughs> overall somewhere and that someone is me i think they're cool unfortunately but well, i need to work on her pairing of things that's her problem it's like the, wear, wear one of them yeah yeah don't wear you, both and yeah she just looked like kind of like a toddler you can have honest. statement peace not statement 
outfit. That's, that's it. That's what they do to Willow. Everything is statement <laughs> pieces. And it should always be just pick one item, pick one yes. thing on her. And you everything can else wear, needs to be neutral. You can wear the big fluffy purple hat if yeah. the rest of your outfit is normal. Actually, right. throw the hat in the trash. I'm, I'm begging. The rest <laughs> of it is relatively there's always a way to make your outfit work and yet you look like a goofball which is why that one time when she says why are all my clothes so stupid in season five when she's upset does make me laugh (laughs) (laughs) all my shirts say stupid things on them (laughs) yeah i do bitch and it's such a juxtaposition between her toddler little outfit essentially and buffy's just in like this you know camisole at school as we all get to dress that way at school and just like oh my goodness willow work work on it you've got this you're almost there every time she almost looks cool every time not too cool though because she is the dork and they won't let her live it down (laughs) she's on the cusp of cool a lot of times uh her telling like grabbing giles's hands when they're about to go look for the werewolf and being like you can't hurt oz that made me a little a little emo (laughs) or willow she's like the one time i get a boyfriend and they're about to go shoot him again (laughs) like first it was the computer guy right right. robbie the robot that's what what xander called him he's like robbie the robot (laughs) Like, who's Robbie the robot? Malik? He told Malcolm. Willow his name was Malcolm. 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 But, uh, Malik? 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 Something like that. I don't know. We've... <laughs> I think I blacked that whole episode out of my head. <laughs> outside of, like, <laughs> Jenny Callender's cool sunglasses inside. I love her. Queen. With her, like, ten books and her sunglasses. Like, serve. A woman who's always cool tough anyway uh this whole like chase sequence with with oz and giles like can't get a straight shot and eventually will was like give me (laughs) gonna do it i love that for her (laughs) i love that she as much as we talk about xander's cathartic moments the werewolf did chase her around a little bit and scare the shit out of her yeah so she got to shoot him and also he was kind of hurting her feelings because oz was ignoring her and not kissing her and it was just because he was a werewolf like (laughs) <laughs> he's like actually i didn't want to fucking eat you <laughs> i was trying to save your life by not being with you and kissing you i'm sorry wow like, what a thought <laughs> what a thought is correct one monster man making the correct decision it would um, be us. have not discussed the uh appearance of the werewolf yet uh, <laughs> i don't know ignore. what a werewolf actually looks like okay i just know that, that. It looks more like it does right now than it's going to in season three. That's all I know. Yeah. The season three one is bad. Like, what is that thing? I. This one's bad. This one is an F. Rough. It's werewolf. But like somehow they make it worse next season. <laughs> like I don't understand. The season four one is really bad. The two times he's the werewolf in season four are weird looking mm-hmm. too. Oh, and then we have this- girl wolf. <laughs> what's her name veronica i forget yeah. i think it's veronica or like verona or some bullshit verona, verona sound, or veruca i bet it's veruca like, it literally veruca. might be veruca right. and like yeah they're um 
horrendous like i don't know that i've ever seen a, a werewolf that looks like you know who i think is the only werewolf that i believe is the werewolf in michael jackson's thriller <laughs> Maybe that's a werewolf that's a werewolf it's the best reference it- <laughs> <laughs> why don't I, they all I look do- like that <laughs> i do wonder because we've seen werewolves in other pieces of media yeah where they're like sort of still part human um but this was just like it was raggedy i don't know why it was so raggedy man like cousin it but as a man like who said veruca me good job i haven't watched that Um, episode in like years i've seen that one once i did not return yeah i'm pretty sure i've seen it twice like i i think it's just twice like i'm pretty sure i watched it when it aired and i probably watched it on like one of my like one full rewatch of the whole show and that one i definitely did not return to yeah, I don't know. They they couldn't figure it out clearly because they will continue to change it. But I just yeah. I, it's just raggedy and it looked like it was just like thrown in a that suit was like thrown in a closet for like five years and they dug it out and they were like this is fine put it on. Fuck, this we have the fine. old mascot costume. <laughs> we're just gonna have to go with this. I thought I thought Buffy bending Kane's gun was corny. I'm sorry. It, I did think it was corny. I was like, we she can do that now. Why? <laughs> she could the amount, of guns, the, the amount of guns we've had this whole time. She can just be bending all of them. It was yeah, what is her strength? <laughs> well, I mean, I appreciate the fact that she like took his gun away to Oh sure. I liked that. He's Fully emasculate this man. More. Yeah. He has like money in his basement right now. <laughs> like it's not a big deal. <laughs> that man needs I, to be in jail i was gonna say i thought people. i thought if um if we were meant to take kane more seriously that that scene of him like casting that bullet would have been kind of cool but it's just sort of like who is this guy and we know that the world allows we're like he's gonna try to kill oz Boo. <laughs> I, I did think it was cool but i felt like it was cool more than that like i've seen some supernatural and i know silver bullets are like really big on that show mm-hmm. and for them to make it a bit like oh yeah the old silver bullet that i don't know if it ever comes up again I, uh, on like only werewolves i guess i don't know if other if it gets other creatures but it was mm-hmm. a little just like there's so many scenes in this episode like we keep jumping through and like five thousand scenes happen there's the only so much act. i can do <laughs> But um, but that it felt like another moment of like just let's just get like too many scenes we're good thank you you use silver bullets we could have just said that let's move on they also said <laughs> mentioned them at the beginning of the episode so like why did we need this moment of him like it was casting his own silver bullets badass I don't know I it is interesting I will give Kane this creep I will give them that it is interesting to consider uh, to continue to find people who know about this stuff yeah i do just it it is maybe you know interesting to see like but he's just some dude that's gonna go make silver bullets and kill werewolves because he knows about them for some reason and that's that is interesting but there's not much payoff usually when we meet someone who knows things they usually Mm -hmm. just so far true so to wrap this one up at school the next morning uh larry thanks xander for all of his help 
uh, after he picks up a girl's books that uh, a couple of his like jock buddies knocked out of her hand, uh, Willow seeks out to talk to Oz. Uh, she points out that she's not particularly fun to be around three days out of the month either, and she accepts Oz either as werewolf or human. Oz and Willow share their first kiss, leaving Oz saying to himself, a werewolf in love. What is it with all these fucking kids being like, well, we held hands once and we went to the movies and now we're in love? That's it. Oh, ow. That line wasn't that a callback to a vampire in love? Uh, yeah, a vampire in love with the slayer. How, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Pete Camp right cornball. Wait, I remember yeah. when when Willow's like, Well, three days out of the month, I'm not that fun to be around. I remember being like, <gasps> <laughs> So funny every she time. Knowledge that she has her period. Now I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this was ever a thing. But like, <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I can't believe she acknowledged this to a boy. <laughs> yeah, we we don't talk about those because we like, don't have them. It never They're happens. That's a secret. Like, <laughs> They're like, listen, there's enough mythology on this show that we must acknowledge the periods are real. <laughs> Although, like, three days is okay. That's it for you. <laughs> Maybe she's only mean for three of them. I, f- I find that particularly relatable. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's just like peak. <laughs> three peak days. Three peak days. Horrible. But like, let's be for real. It's about two weeks that you're not that happy. <laughs> and then the next week you're just waiting. Yeah. For a like, You're like, why am I so sad and depressed and I feel ugly? And then you're like, oh yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> this whole... um. Larry and Xander thing before we end on a nice note about Willow and Oz we'll talk about this real quick it does bring us right back to the like icky 90s talking about gay stuff thing where he's just sort of like nothing and we never have to talk about it again like when Buffy's like oh what what did you help him with like just casually like oh what was that about and he's like nothing and we don't have to talk about it ever again like it's like a disease I know (laughs) as if like because he helped him figure it out because Larry thought he was gay that like he's gay or Buffy's gonna think he's gay which like little sketch I know we were supposed to consider Xander might be it's like why are you so concerned so so many thrown out storylines Xander's gay (laughs) like it does (laughs) it does it would add up perfectly because it's like why would you be so why would you just like some random guy is like you're gay and you're like whoa my whole world (laughs) is destroyed like that's what's going on I feel like there are a lot of men who are not secure in their masculinity who if you were like oh I thought you were gay it really would rock their whole world oh, what? and that yeah. sounds like Xander Harris That's so are probably repressing something <laughs> they're I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, you know who you are you don't care you're cool a werewolf in love corniest thing i've ever heard like, zoom in on his face but her swinging back around to kiss him is really sweet like yeah. what a nice little moment they had and her like as much as every time willow makes the first move it doesn't end well for her like this was a good willow takes the initiative of how she's feeling and acts on it moment and for this her. is willow's first kiss i think 
that we know of i'm assuming yes <laughs> i mean it's possible I, I don't know just given the way she's sort of talked about things with buffy and her all you know i i kind of feel like this was probably her first yeah. kiss, but it felt like really? she's very much acting like it's like the big stage of like we haven't right. even taken yet and he's putting it off and it's very much like how buffy was talking about sex last episode so right but I then Leander... i truly have assumed that they were like that they like kissed when they were five and oh, that's yeah, their know, like definitely. first kiss <laughs> you know they definitely did i actually i totally believe that true and, and i like, feel like willow would consider that uh, that as like it well, yeah willow would be like this is fine i've done this before it's been willow's definitely like, <laughs> I've kissed a boy. <laughs> you like kissed by accident for like a half a second when you were like four and willow's like that was peak in my life I, i've never actually thought about xander kissing anybody before cordelia because that doesn't feel like a first kiss to me and we know cordelia's had a ton of boyfriends and but i'm like xander what who oh ampana yeah oh my god was that his first kiss <laughs> definitely was. that could have been i, I would and really try to kill him that. <laughs> that poor guy i don't, I don't like some... this guy but I mean, that's what they're getting into. We don't see everything, but did he kiss the bug? I don't remember. Or did he like freak out about the bug? Mantis. Yeah, I don't think she made the full move. I think she was just too busy drugging him. I don't think she did anything in her like pornographic. I could see him having like kissed somebody when he was a hyena, but we didn't get to see it. Because she like making out with that random one girl bully. Yeah, or like when he was like when they're all at the bronze, like maybe he's just like walks up to some girl and he's like kind of like in a Jesse, you know, after Jesse Vampire, like dance with me. And she's like, okay. And then I, <laughs> I can see it. I can see it happening. I actually don't actually care about how who Xander will have kissed before. But <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, but I actually don't care that much. I thought it was nice. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, I'm just going to appreciate Will and Oz kissing right now. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happened before. Since it doesn't all. happen a lot. Right. <laughs> They're a very celibate people. They're so <laughs> For a very sexual show, kind of. We are, it is, it, it is out. It's all sex all the time. Still werewolf. <laughs> no biting. No biting. <laughs> I was like, that was a risky. very, that was a, a very not Willow thing to say. <laughs> I guess, but at I this guess point because she means it it's giving joyce where it's like <laughs> it you you mean it but it, it's ironic and she's yeah. like she means it but it sounds a little more sexual than she would ever actually sincerely mean she just means like please don't bite me by accident she's like please don't bite me <laughs> i think that's what she means right now but, but like oh yeah it seems seems risk yeah we we need the the physics of what what needs to go into that that bite to protect protect our girl because i don't know because with the vampires we know it's a whole weird ritual because vampires love rituals but werewolves it seems uh pretty easy it's like rabies i guess well this episode <laughs> phases we explored the ethics of killing a human who's kind of a monster sometimes um a conversation we have to live with every episode forever <laughs> we will i guess angel has angel as angel who obviously that's him the majority of the time sort of has the opposite issue where it's like do you kill someone who's good now but has the potential you know it, it like i guess 
he's not having it right now, but as he becomes sold again, it's the sort of same issue of like, well, should we kill Angel? Because he could go bad at any moment. And with Oz, we decided no. So Angel is safe. It's fine. <laughs> we won't hurt him. I don't know. There you go. Our spirit. <laughs> Our spirit can get a little wild this episode. Um, if you would like to stay engaged with us, you can follow us on all social media at bbbuffypod. You can also chat with us in our pod club on the Fable app. Just go to the links in our description. And if you enjoyed this, recommend it to a friend who wants an excuse to rage at misogynist for 42 minutes. <laughs> who needs an excuse?